a song that is predominantly about death. It's a perfect way to introduce my guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chris Goss in the house. Hi, thank you. Now, um, we're going back in time today. Right back to the dawn of Hospital Records. Now, uh, a few of you listening will actually will know a little bit about our history, but I'm sure that some of you won't know anything about it and some of you won't actually care. <laughs> but it doesn't matter, because that's what this podcast is all about. It, it's a history lesson, and we're going to try and give you an atmosphere of the, uh, the very first days of Hospital Records. Now, now, Chris, I want you to totally forget about you know, the day-to-day running to the label, the graphic design, all, all, all of the stuff that's filling your head at the moment. I want you to go right, right back to when we started hospital. Okay. Now, how desperate were we feeling at that time? <laughs> uh, it was backs to the wall, wasn't it, frankly? Uh, having just come out of acid jazz and uh, trip-hop and uh, having, frankly, lost our way with exactly what we were doing. In fact, we totally lost the plot with all of that, didn't <laughs> yeah. we? I think we pulled in a couple of shocking remixes for Tongue and Groove in late 95, and I think that just kind of killed it off, really. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was you trying to convince me that we actually had a future making music together. <laughs> and I must admit, <laughs> I didn't think we did. <laughs> but I tried to convince you that, that we did, because I, you had a better record collection than me. <laughs> and, you, and you had better samples than I did. That's true, that's very, very true, because yours was mainly uh, Herb Albert, Juana Brass, from what I remember. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I did have that one album, yeah. That, that no, true. you had more than one, you loved it. Yeah, I also had a lot of Uriah Heap as well. <laughs> yes. So, yes, it was, uh, it was, it was, um, talk about a journey into the unknown. Um, I, I certainly I didn't have a clue what I was doing, but uh, I think once I got over the shock, um, those kind of six months, it was... I mean, we were skinned, but we, we did have a good laugh. Yeah, we, yeah, we did. I'd like, I mean, basically what happened, we, we had a label called Tongue and Groove, which was like an acid jazz label, and we thought we were going to be like talking loud. So we got this stupidly expensive, well, for us expensive property with a, a big studio in that we were renting. And then we, we kind of found out from, uh, from the fact that no one was buying our records anymore that what we were doing was crap. <laughs> and we had these overheads and no money. So we decided that we, we better stop doing what we're doing and actually do something creative for a change and something that we liked. And uh, so we started trying to make drum and bass. Um, but we actually tried to make drum and bass and disco and downbeat. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we were making, we we're making kind of like. How would you describe the, the disco that we were making? Um, it was uh, gayer than a row of tents, but it was good though. I didn't know tents were gay. <laughs> That's camp, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Never mind. I'm a little bit slow on the uptake today. I like that one. But no, the, uh, the house music was good. And as you do remember, like, the first two years, the house music was much more popular than the drum and bass. The drum and bass was not particularly popular at all. It was, it was, it was struggling. It had a, a it was niche. niche. It was niche, wasn't it? It was, it was, uh, it was also considered to be gay. The, the, the first the first tunes that we made, um, Harp of Gold, which is a very fine tune, it actually sold yep. quite well. Yeah. Um, but it was known as a little bit of a gay gay anthem in drum and bass terms, if that's possible. Of course, most people know better now. But I think also the thing is, I think I think we're 
We are very proud of the first the first three twelves on hospital. I think the quality. They are. We, we just kind of lost it a bit around the, the sort of fifth and sixth. It got a little bit. Well, six definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone out there who's got an HS six? It's the NHS Funky EP by London Electricity. It is very rare, and there's a reason why it's rare. It's rare because it's shit. And we only pressed a thousand copies. But then we made up for it with number seven, thank goodness. Yeah, number seven. Song of the Kid Knife. Turn it all around. There you go. There you anyway. Go. Um, but uh, we, we decided to, to release a kind of um, a sort of posthumous collection yes. of old London Electricity versions and tunes that never got released. Um, and it's available on download. It's called Medical History. Now, That's rather is, good. Yeah. Well, you would say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> You're involved in making it. Yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> but um, this, this is, do you believe, the 10-speed Shimano remix, which is um, a drum and bass version that I think we made for Japan. Um, we should give up uh, a special mention to the horn section. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's got live horns. Live horns. Uh, Peter Shrubshaw on saxophone from Is It, also featuring the trumpet player from Primal Scream. Yeah, um, I don't know his name. Is it Dave Mackay, something like that? Possibly. And then, no, wasn't that the trombone player? Because the trombone player was from Jimmy Tenor's band. So, now, now we're, getting, we're getting quite obscure in Icelandic <laughs> style. Can't remember their names, but the horn section absolutely killed it. Enjoyed they that. They did, they did indeed. Clearly, one of the things that that we had in common, you and me, because there weren't many things we had in common, actually. <laughs> Still aren't. Um, but one of the things we had in common was a love of gratuitously stupid titles for tunes. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've, we've had a few stupid titles in our time. Um, but we've just signed a new tune by CLS from Poland that's got potentially the finest title I have ever, ever heard on a, a drum and bass record. Absolutely. And uh, this is called... What's it called, Chris? It's called Their Names Were Trot and Melon. And I actually... I asked him on AIM the other day, what's that all about? And um, he didn't actually tell me. And then he said, I actually have another alternative name for this record, which is Can of Franzi. Now, I didn't know that. That's nice. <laughs> but I think you should save that for another tune. <laughs> Shame to waste two titles on one tube. Yep, yep. So, answers on a postcard, please. Their names were Trot and Melon by CLS. Come on, I want the answers flooding in. What do you think this means? What vision does it evoke in your mind? Hospital podcast number 22. Big shout out to the Function crew in LA. Had logistics there last week. Word on the street. He absolutely smashed it. Included the after party with the nurses. 
Get off, Matt. You're only young once. Shout out there going to Pascal, Necker, Sam Crime Scene. Hope to see you all quite soon. Also have to give a big shout to Rooks, amazing photographer. soon come. Weapons of Mass Creation 3. Scheduled for touchdown in April. A little bit more from that later. Meanwhile, just enjoy this. something I've, I've really got to uh, there's a point I've got to raise with you Chris um, your visit to China <laughs> and Asia uh, it's been well documented on, the, on two video podcasts um, now were, were you sober at any point during that tour? Uh, on a few lunch times I believe we were yeah but um, true ambassadors for the record label out, out in Asia me and Matt Logistics I, I, I could see that <laughs> And I, was, I, mean, I was very taken with the... Was it like Fisherman's Friends in, in the hotel room drawer or something? That was amazing. Alka-Seltzer? Alka-Seltzer's Fisherman Friends. Uh, there's, about, there's about six different um, like lozenges. There naturally were uh, condoms as well. Like, uh, nothing's doing me. It was the most amazing fridge, kitchen. It was absolutely like... It was outstanding. Yeah, I mean, talk about a mini bar. That, that's smashed level, it. isn't it? Smashed it. So, um, how did you enjoy... Your, your gigs 
the gigs. You, you, were, you were playing, I should, I should say, um, Chris is an absolute uh, dog at freestyle DJing. Um, hip-hop, R&B, rare groove, soul, jazz, um, he's the master. But you are actually doing a drum and bass tour, weren't you? I was doing a drum and bass set. I think uh, probably played drum and bass gigs about twice a year. Um, I'd actually like, I'd not done one for about two years until like this spring when me and MC Rec went to Freiburg at the insistence of my good friend Ray at the Jazz House who convinced me to go and do that and I had such a good time when uh, I was offered these shows in Asia I just thought well yeah you, you can't turn that down so um, went over there with Matt and all four gigs were wicked um, everyone really really into it um, Bangkok with Natty Jazzbar crew Singapore with Zul with Arisha all the subvert crew uh, and then China with the syndicate in Beijing and uh, with the Friction crew in Shanghai. I mean, I have to say, China was especially um, high quality. I mean, like huge clubs, really, really big crowds. It's nice out there, isn't it? It's, 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 it's something else. Nice. It's, it's amazing. So, uh, yeah, it was, um, it was just a thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyable experience. Now, um, I need you to, to spill the beans on, on Matt Logistics because, as you know, um, I had him in here. <laughs> and uh, you know we're, we're a little not, not a spat exactly but I kind of told him off for being so crap with his finances and always being broke when he's getting loads of money DJ <laughs> I mean is he is he improved at all? Uh, what can I say? Um, I think it's uh, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt he's um, he's just a bit disorganised so uh, yeah, he doesn't um, he's not the best placed at the bar or in the restaurant or in the cafe <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but uh, no, he means well. He's, he's usually there, like on the last day of the tour, going, "I'll get the drinks." <laughs> what did he? What did he spend all his money on then? Um, well, he bought he bought some nice t-shirts. He, um, he was very keen to go and get a couple of Futura t-shirts in uh, Singapore. Naturally, bought a couple of pairs of trainers. Um, I think he was buying some plastic toys, although I surely can't comment on that. Um, he, li- he likes his baseball caps as well. He does, doesn't he? He's getting into a little bit of a scientific one there where he has to have the cap to match the T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, but but but, um, but Loggy's log style is more emo, isn't it, it's the, the, the scientific? It's a, it's a scientific is very sort of polished. Yeah. Um, scientific's more Miami. Matt's more random. <laughs> Get on, Matt. So, uh, but it was a wicked talk, and, and, and you both smashed it, I heard. Yeah, um... It, well, I mean, like Matt, thoroughly always on it every time. I think I, I had a slightly shaky start in Bangkok, but particularly, I think I've got to say, Beijing was one of the best gigs I've ever done. Nice. Yeah, you're tuned to the hospital podcast with my guests, my buddy, Chris Goss. This is PBE by London Electricity. It's the old school vocal mix. Take a step yet, she's out the line. 
mystery album that is out now on download. You can get it on iTunes. Get it. Track it down. Beatport. Hospital Records. Actually, on Hospital, I've just noticed, I think Zach's got the price wrong. It's too cheap. <laughs> it's like six quid or something for the whole album. Get on, Zach. Yeah, so uh, I'll get him to change that in a couple of days. <laughs> get it while you can. <laughs> but um, this is... This is uh, who, who is John... This is John Forte on the vocals. Who is John Forte? So John Forte was sort of uh, part of the Fuji's crew. Like, what did they call it? The, the refuge camp or something. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. When, when the Fuji's were, like, absolutely smashing it worldwide, John Forte was, like, kind of part of their crew. And I think we... How do we get this? We, we, we were offered a remix. Yeah, it was for his solo album. We were offered it as, as a remix yeah. um, by our manager, who was something to do with John Forte at the time. And... Uh, Sounds really important by our manager, doesn't it? <laughs> um, we didn't last long actually with, with our manager. We tried uh, to get a little bit of work out of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, big shout out to Steve Zelenka. Big up Steve, wherever you are. Um, but uh, yeah, they asked us to do this remix, and, and then we did it. And by the time we sent it back, <laughs> he'd be put in prison. John, no, that's not our manager. <laughs> John Forte, the, the vocalist. And, uh, and no one's ever heard of him since, so he might still be inside. It might have been something quite bad that he did. I don't really know, so we better be careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Big yeah. up John Forte. Yeah, yeah. Nice one, John. I'm sorry that you never found out about this um, and, 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 and stuff. <laughs> okay, I think we'll move on. <laughs> is, is that you playing Wawa guitar? It is, actually. Nice. And bass. That flute sample, that's from one of your records. That's Peter Shropshire. Oh yeah, that flute sample isn't from one of your <laughs> records. In fact, is there anything from one of your records in this track? Maybe the strings on the intro. The strings on the intro. They must be from one of your records. Yeah, they are. Now. But I can't tell you who they're by. Well, good. I remember... Remember this record getting mailed out by Main Source. Remember that? Big up Main Source. They were like, they held drum and bass together for a little while. Main Source. They were so important for promoting drum and bass. Vikas, Rachel, Rachel, Emily, yeah, Ben Killaby, Ben, yeah, Toby Crew. Control, yeah, absolutely. It was very, very sad when Main Source called it a day. Yeah. I think I'm going to move over to the hospital dubs inbox now. And uh, something very fine. I couldn't really call it a demo because it is bound to come out. Now, as you can probably tell, this is made in France because at the moment, nearly all the drum and bass that comes out of France is very high quality disco edits. This is no exception. called Lies and Paradise. I kind of feel morally that I, sh- that I shouldn't really say who it's by, although no doubt he'll put his name on the white label. <laughs> but it's wicked. Just enjoy it. A little school disco moment on Hospital Podcast.
Wicked. That's got Chris Goss stumps. Now, he is the disco king, or, or should I say queen? Woo-hoo. And he doesn't know what the original is. I'll have it by the end of the day. Now, if you, uh, if you download this podcast before the weekend, and by the weekend, I mean this weekend, and by this weekend, I mean the weekend of the 15th of December, uh, and you're in the home counties, London area, UK, Europe, come over to Herbal. It's the last hospitality before New Year's Eve. Uh, it's London Electricity, Clue, MC Rec, Tomahawk and Transit Mafia with Chris Goss and Zach Viber upstairs. It's going to be a very lovely one. Big up the Berlin Hospitality crew. They had a really nice show at Watergate in Berlin last week. Newtown Logistics, Syncopics, MC Wreck. Smashing it in the house. Carrying the torch for drum and bass in Berlin. Come on, Watergate. Wicked breakdown. I believe you don't know what this is though, the original. So it sounds like Earth, Wind and Fire. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Me and Chris have got our handbags in the floor. We're dancing around them. We're drinking baby sham. Or snake bite.
some of you hospital aficionados will recognise the vocal from this. Well, probably, unless you live in Japan, never have heard this version. Because it has never been released outside of Japan. And this is the very original first ever version of Rewind, isn't it? That's right. I don't know why we didn't release it, because it's wicked. We're a little bit contrary like that. And I guess also like, but you know, it's... um, it's quite daring, like you know, it's, it's a long time ago, but we were like surrounded by, you know, in the drum and bass scene at that time, you know, big labels like No U Turn. It was like it was hardly, um, it hardly fitted in at the time. Let's face it. It's not exactly Ed Rush and Optical, is it? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Loved it in Japan, though. Got to got to number six in the Hot 100, <laughs> which is a bit like Capital Radio's chart, and I think sold about 700 copies. <laughs> Finally, after it is, I think nine years since we made this tune, yeah. um, it gets a release or download. Lovely. video for yeah now that's never coming out (laughs) we actually we did try and encode it off VHS so we could put it up on iTunes or put it on the website or something but um, all we've got is a ropey VHS copy although I must say a highlight of that video shoot was being able to go to the Mr Bongo shop in Poland Street in Soho with that incredibly fit young woman who was like starring in the video who was her name Tabitha and she, yeah, in the middle of the bongo shop, clearly there's no one in it apart from you and me and the film crew, but she stripped down to a bikini in the middle of the shop. Yeah, and then she went through the back of the shop and dived into a swimming pool. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, the video had a really, really nice, nice young lady who had a hospital tattoo on her arm. And it had me and Chris <laughs> in like proper yellow London electricity jackets, or very originally dressed as surgeons. Um, and looking, frankly, absurd. Absolutely ridiculous. And I think if you ask, if you ask Harry I, Jim, who does a lot of our visuals for us, God bless him, big up Jim. Jim still sometimes, when he does a few like video loops for his visuals, he actually has some of the loops from that video, especially the one where you and I are looking into the camera, it's going round, and we're dressed okay. as such. Okay, it, it, it's, it's another thing that we'd rather forget about in our past. a massive shout out to Leanne Carroll for the vocals on Rewind. It was the first tune that we ever did with her and uh, seminal for us. Amazing.
now, a little bit of freshness. Doesn't get much fresher than this. On my dub plate it says Newtone versus the Communards. <laughs> code word for the comics. <laughs> Wicked. Untitled. But truly inspiring, truly amazing music. This is going to be on Newtone's album, which is scheduled for end of June. Come on, Dan. Dan is absolutely smashing it in the studio. Big respect to the Newtone. Yeah. like Newtone has got a very exciting Christmas coming up he's actually going to a castle in Scotland for two weeks it's got like a Michelin starred restaurant now I noticed like about two or three weeks ago um, when I was on paternity leave I was checking on DOA and there was a thread accusing hospital of being middle class no I'm sorry (laughs) if you're middle class you don't go to a castle in Scotland you go to like Spain or or, or a little island kind of off the coast of it, or I don't know, but you don't go, that's posh, that's that's better than middle class, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a level above. He so, he so is a level above. That shuts down all the haters. <laughs> all the classists. <laughs> I've actually done a survey, and it's actually true, if, if, you, if you investigate, the people who make the hardest drum and bass are the poshest. Yes. Yes. Now, this is actually true. It's very, very true. Uh, so it's a kind of like, there's a correlation between how hard your drum bass is and how aristocratic you are. So if people accuse us of like being liquid or jazzy and soulful, does that, does that mean like we're on the poverty line? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. No, it's not about money. It's about class here. This is, the whole the thread was about class. Is accusing hospital of being white middle class. Now, apart from being racist and classist, it's just kind of stupid. <laughs> but it did get us really riled because we can't help the colour of our skin, and we can't help like our parents 
We can't help the way they were. No, there you the go. The way their parents were. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We are just who we are. So, uh, so there you go. So, just shut up, people who do those threads because they're shit. <laughs> We are now entering the Track It Down zone. The top five drum and bass downloads on trackitdown.net. And number five is down three places. Hold tight and BC. Perfect. The Track It Down exclusive on industry recordings. Sky and Crash Berlin moving the hype track featuring Cool Keith. This is a scientific remix on Passenger. Now this should be eminently recognisable. New entry number three. The absolutely massive anthem, American Beauty, Matrix and Future Bound. Big shout out to Jamie and Brendan. Album dropping next year, watch out for it. Down one to number two, it is our good friends from Budapest, SKC and Bratwa. This is Payne, the Brooks Brothers, on the remix for Critical. places Skyver and Dijon broken and twisted on technique recordings I think we're um, we're almost done, Chris. God, blimey, already. I mean, do you think we've really given people a flavour of, of what it was like in those days, Steve? I mean, we didn't work anywhere near as hard as we work now, did we? Let's, we certainly didn't, but that's because we were probably holding down other jobs to actually, like, <laughs> pay the rent. <laughs> well, you were, I wasn't. You were, you were making corporate video music. Oh. <laughs> Bada-bing, bada-bong. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's real. true, it's true. <laughs> What was the Alan Partridge of Drum and Bass? <laughs> yeah, it makes an absolutely shocking change for video. But, you, you know, you have to make a living. You have to make a living. Well, it's just a bizarre experiment. It is. 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna finish off now um, with a very fine piece from Blue Mile Ten. It's called Starting Over. Big shout to Chris Blue Mile Ten. Big up. So I had actually had a marvellous 24 hours with uh, with Chris in um, Helsinki. Yeah, it was. I was going to say Tali, but it was Helsinki, wasn't it? Or Basildon. Yeah, no, it was definitely Helsinki. Amazing. Lovely bloke. Great DJ. And uh, a good philosopher too. It's nice when you spend time with someone for the first time and, uh, and you fall in... No, I didn't fall in love with uh, And you actually... Uh, <laughs> And you kind of click, and you think, "Here's someone. Here's someone who, who isn't a wanker. Here's someone who actually has got a really realistic view of life, and uh, and is very humble, and also appreciates what he's doing, which is being a professional DJ and getting paid to play music. Because we don't like DJs who moan, do we? We don't like moaners. There's nothing worse than seeing." someone who is in the elite luckiest bastard class of people in the whole world because we are jammy being DJs and getting paid to do it and to see someone in that class of people who moans oh not getting enough money haven't been picked up from the airport don't like the hotel don't like the food don't, don't like, like the pasta. rider <laughs> oh I don't like this mixer I'm not playing on this mixer <laughs> Martin starting over. Massive thanks for subscribing to our podcast. If you want news on anything hospital related, it's hospitalrecords.com. If you want to send a message to either me or Chris, we're both on MySpace. Or you can use podcast at hospitalrecords.com. And do not forget, send your demos via AIM to Hospital Dubs. It's on 24 hours. Don't forget to put like some contact details, because I had like 10 demos this week. And they were just like a track name. Luckily, they were crap. But had they been good, it wouldn't have been nice. So put your email address on or your AIM or whatever. Because if it's really good, I'm going to want to get in touch with you. Gonna be back next week with an end of year special. 